This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. There are legends around here. He died in my G fucking king of the zombies. Even if only in their own minds. <laughs> Forgotten, but not yet dead. I want to play a game. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers Podcast. My name is Isaiah, joined tonight by Mark and Sean. How are you guys doing this weekend? Feeling good, man. Doing all right. Awesome. I'm doing well as well. Also, uh, it's been kind of a long week. Uh, glad to be doing this. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this month. Uh, um, so as we posted on social media, we're actually uh, covering comedy franchises this month. Uh and how we love comedy franchises. So this should be fun, a nice little diversion from what we normally talk about, which obviously is horror. So uh, I'm super looking forward to this. Uh, And we're starting off with Ghostbusters tonight, so that'll be a lot of fun. But before we get into all that, though, what have you guys been up to this week? Not too much, man. I was feeling kind of under the weather for a couple days. But I bounced back, so anyways. I watched um, VFW finally. Yeah. I don't know if you guys seen that. It was pretty good, man. Like it wasn't like five stars or anything, but it's a fun watch, man, to see all the some old tough guys take out some drug punks. So <laughs> And I finished um Mandalorian. It was freaking great. I won't give no spoilers, but it was just awesome, man. And I can't wait for the Boba Fett show and all that. Yep. <laughs> did you did you watch past the credits uh for that? Yeah. That scene? Definitely, definitely. That was great. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hell yeah, man. A lot of people don't know that guy's backstory either. I happen to know, but anyway, mm-hmm. so that made it cooler. Yeah. And I watched the um, 92 Royal Rumble just because same. Of my favorites. <laughs> I watched that this week, too. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's a great one, man. And I was watching the current Rumble up until recording time. So. Yeah, same. Billy Kay. I remembered her name. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. She yep. was great, man. She was. She was hilarious. Entertaining. So even though you knew she wasn't going to win, it was still funny. Right. So. All right, well, what have you been up to, Mark? Man, it's been a really busy week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did uh, overtime all week, and then Friday was Jennifer's birthday, so we celebrated that. Okay. Well, happy um, birthday. <laughs> yesterday, we finally got to go and have her family's Christmas, so we celebrated her birthday with her family, and then we did all the Christmas stuff. And it was kind of cool because um, on actual Christmas Day, we for the first time I remember in forever, we actually had a white Christmas. Yeah. And so, on Saturday, it snowed as well. So we had two white Christmases this year. <laughs> okay. And that's how you stick it to 2020. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot to mention, Sean, last week we did try out uh, Raised by Wolves. Oh, cool. I liked it. I don't think she liked it. She hasn't asked to watch it again. (laughs) (laughs) 
she liked the end part where I don't want to ruin anything, but where Mother's going through the spaceship at the very end of the first episode. Yeah. She really liked that. I liked all of it. It was cool. Yeah. I uh, like it a lot, man. I'm looking forward to the next season. Like the ending. Like I think they're going towards some like Adam and Eve shit. Like I almost wonder if it even is the future, but anyway. right. yeah. <laughs> it's it's a cool concept and I'm yeah. I'm gonna finish it. Um after all that, uh, we watched uh, this weekend. We watched that new "The Little Things" with uh, Rami Malek and Denzel Washington and okay. Jared Leto on HBO Max, and it was mm-hmm. okay. It wasn't what I expected it to be. It, it was a little different, but Jared Leto was really good in the movie. Yeah, uh, Denzel was just regular old nothing. <laughs> like he's, I mean, he's consistent, but he didn't like do anything that really shocked and awed me right he's become kind of generic in a way man, in my opinion for a guy who's yeah, so good at one time slightly overrated maybe I mean, yeah well uh, yeah i mean he's not bad and john q still one of my favorite movies ever yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. um what else oh i just i started out i tried after playing that code vein game and I still really like it, but it made me want to try Dark Souls because I never played Dark Souls. So I bought it and tried it. And man, the reputation is real. It is a hard fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've but ever it's... played a Dark Souls game. What was that? I don't think I've ever played a Dark Souls game. Um, It's like this. Uh, it's got like a risk versus reward type thing where mm-hmm. as you fight through, you're gaining experience. But if you die, you lose it all. Okay. And then you can go and pick it up. Like, it drops and you can go pick it up. But if you die again before you pick it up, it's gone forever. Oh, okay. And the boss battles are really cool. They're really hard. But once you get over that hump of constantly failing and failing and you finally succeed, you really feel accomplished. And it's it's been taking up a little bit of my time. I've also started playing D&D again, so that's been mm-hmm. taking up most of my time. <laughs> working on that and we haven't played in almost two months and oh, it was wow. just so good we didn't get to play this weekend we ended up doing a board game night and that was fun too nice um but uh one more thing since sean brought up the mandalorian i off of the the uh fan theories episode i have recently come up with a new fan theory that i think you guys are gonna love okay <laughs> <laughs> So the child in Mandalorian is often referred to as Baby Yoda in the community, which is incorrect. Yes, I know. <laughs> um, but the child, aka Baby Yoda, has spawned more merchandise than almost any other uh, fictional character, probably in the last like five years. Yep. And, and it's like a sweeping the nation, Baby Yoda here, Baby Yoda there, all of this stuff. So I firmly believe that the child is, in fact, not Baby Yoda, but he is Baby Yogurt. Merchandising. 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 That's great. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I don't think anybody's going to call him by his real name because everybody's so used to Baby Yoda. They're not going to call his name if they hear it. Yeah. Because so. <laughs> everybody should know his name now and they're still calling him Baby Yoda. I don't know. I haven't watched it, but I know it's not yeah. Baby Yoda. 
Grogu. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> See, that doesn't sell as well, does it? No, no. <laughs> kind of makes you just like, ew. Doesn't sound very good. <laughs> just rather just call him the child at that point. You know? Well, he's in uh in Fortnite as the child. Yeah. Yeah. And they finally did add uh, the Terminator to Fortnite and Predator. Okay. Yes. Predator I, you can earn without buying. Yeah, I ended up, because um, my four-year-old has kind of become in, <laughs> addicted to Fortnite, so I ended mm-hmm. up paying for the Battle Pass for her on my account. So we got the Predator. Like, I think you don't have to buy Predator, but you had to have the Battle Pass to do the yes. challenges. So yeah, and she you have really to kill wanted him. it, and she's like, Daddy, can I have V-Bucks? So I was like, all right, I go. I'll pay for this. There you go. You do have to pay for the Predator and Sarah Connor, though, and it's not the Arnold version. It's the endoskeleton of the T eight hundred robot. So there's no flesh or anything on it. Yeah, it still looked cool. We didn't do that, but (laughs) and they just added Snake Eyes from GI Joe, and he looks really cool. (laughs) That's awesome. They're good at wanting the kids to spend their money, that's for sure. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Is that about it, then? Yeah, pretty much. Mostly working. Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. Fucking work. Gotta make that money. Don't worry. We'll all be saved and we'll have to work soon. <laughs> but that's the topic for a different show. So. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, my week's been it hasn't really been terribly busy, but uh um as for watching stuff, I I've been watching rewatching Shits Shits Creek. And then um my girlfriend ended up getting me into Parks and Rec, so we've been watching that a little bit. I love that show. <laughs> I see when I first tried watching it, it was when it first came out. So it was the first season and I've heard the first season is not good. And that, that's kind of what I was getting when I first tried watching it. Cause I'm like, ah, this show kind of sucks, but no. So we started in the second season and yeah, it's fucking hilarious. I mean, everything about it's great. You know, with the second season. So we watched a few episodes of that. So that'll be more watching of that. And I'm going to have to end up getting Peacock now just so I can watch that. Which, I mean, it'll all end up working out anyways because seeing as WWE Network is being sold to NBC, so it's going to be a part of that now anyways. So, so you'll have... It's crazy, man. I don't get it. It is. It, it really $5 is. $5 a month now to get the network. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's with commercials. I mean, if you want no commercials, then it's the normal nine ninety nine or whatever it is. But then you have everything that Peacock has also. I mean, so. Everything is getting a streaming network now. Mm-hmm. I, I saw the History Channel has one. The Lifetime Network has yep. one. There's just Hallmark NBC has now. One. There's probably going to be a Fox one. Yep. It's, it's crazy. Saving money days. Right that's now. what. That's all part of that net neutrality that we lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody can charge you a buck now. So. Yep. Yeah. So definitely been watching some of that. Uh, also watched like like I said earlier when you mentioned it, I, I've watched the '92 Royal Rumble, 
I watched the 2000 Royal Rumble match. I've watched the 95 Royal Rumble match. I watched the 2001 Royal Rumble match. I've watched the I watched both the men and women's Royal Rumble match from 2019 again. I mean, I've been watching <laughs> Royal Rumble matches this week. Um kind of got me to the point where I'm like, "All right, I'll just pay the 9.99 so I can watch the Royal Rumble again <laughs> this year." So did that and then ended up, uh, um, you know, spending the weekend with the girlfriend. It was her birthday this weekend, so um, we just kind of hung out and watched movies and did dinner and stuff, and it, it was fun. Um, but yeah, other than that, I haven't really been watching a whole lot. I haven't even really been playing much for video games at all. I've, I've played a little bit of Destiny, a little bit of Red Dead Redemption, um, and that's really about it. <laughs> I've been otherwise either. At the girlfriends or working or watching Royal Rumble this week, so not a whole lot going on really. But that's that's all right. I I, I don't mind because it's been kind of a more relaxed kind of week in comparison to you know what it's been lately, um, just with work and everything else. So it's it's been a a needed rest. That's that's for sure. But yeah, um, other than that, yeah, definitely not a whole going on oh and then uh, obviously the, the uh watch ghostbusters i didn't get to actually watch ghostbusters too i just didn't ended up not having time this weekend i didn't have time to watch either one i'm going off of memory <laughs> <laughs> but i mean I've, I've seen them so many never times watching a movie again <laughs> <laughs> dude the, the only reason i watched the movie i did was because it was my girlfriend's birthday and she wanted to watch a movie so that's yeah. what we did <laughs> nice mm. Did you guys see that uh that Uber Eats ad with Wayne's World that came out? And no, they do like a, a whole big ad for the Super Bowl. Oh, no, I haven't. It's it's freaking cool. awesome. <laughs> they go, uh, man, twenty twenty year was such a great year. Not. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like a, a minute and a half long. You gotta check it out. It's pretty funny. Okay. Oh, I gotta find that now because. I love I fucking love Wayne's World, so that's definitely a must find. Um you said it was for Uber Eats? Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna write that down so I can make sure I look that up later. Um oh, that's awesome. It, it, that was supposed to be they they did that for the Super Bowl? Yeah, they announced that they're gonna do an ad campaign for the so there's gonna okay. be a bigger I guess a longer ad, because I think some ads in there in the Super Bowl are pretty long. Yeah, so I don't know. They well, they they, they were kind of convoluted about it. something mm-hmm. about the Super Bowl, right? Well, they did that whole thing with the Crocodile Dundee thing, you know, a few years ago, where everybody thought there was going to be a new movie and it ended up just being just a travel Australia thing or whatever that they made a whole fucking trailer for. <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't think they're going to do another movie. You know, Mike Myers no. looks like the years have gotten to him. <laughs> yeah. He's looking more like Shrek every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's good. Yeah, he definitely does not look very young anymore. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I, I'm I'm sure it's probably going to be something like that where they're making some kind of fake trailer or something like that to go for Uber Eats or whatever. Uh, it'd be in like a minute and a half or a few minutes long or something like that. That would be my guess, at least. That's just an educated guess, just based off of what they've done in the past. 
or stuff like that. So who knows? Because didn't they do one for Die Hard last year or something like that? Or was that for something else? It was because the Die Hard battery or something like that. They did like a whole Die Hard thing. Super Bowl and that. I forget, man. I mean, I, I watched the Super Bowl. I can't remember the last time I watched one. Yeah. Always pay attention to the ads. I'm weird with com- commercials. Sometimes I see them like 10 times before I actually see it, man, because I kind of just block commercials out. Right. Oh, um, I hear that. But anyways, I digress. So, um, yeah, so I haven't really been up to a whole lot this week, but that that's all right. Um, so before we get into talking about uh, the Ghostbusters franchise to kick off our month of talking about our love for comedies, just a couple bits of uh, news just to kind of go over here really quick. First off, just to kind of kick, kick things off, we know that uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League has been talked about for a long time. It's in post-production, getting ready to release on HBO Max. They finally did come out with a release date for this four-plus-hour <laughs> cut of Justice League, and that's coming out uh, Thursday, March 18th. Uh, 2021. So that's coming up here in just a little under two two months, so about a month and a half away, really. Um, I'm super pumped. I can't wait for that to come out because uh, it's got to be better than the the shit that Joss Whedon put together for his cut because that was fucking terrible. Not if it's, it's four on hours. Yeah, I was gonna say HBO. I'm glad it's on HBO Max so I can watch it in stages. Well, it's <laughs> it's gonna four be four hours. Are you kidding me, Warner Brothers? What the fuck are you doing? You murdered Wonder Woman with your long ass <laughs> movie. Oh man, no, it's it's supposed to be like cut up into like four different parts though, so that you can watch it in in parts like that. Hmm. So, <laughs> but overall, the whole thing is God. over four hours long. And it's supposed to be the obviously the vision that Zack Snyder had for it originally. I don't know if it was originally supposed to be four hours long, but just with how he's doing it, it's how he originally wanted to do it. So, but yeah, it's supposed to be broken up so you can watch it in in chunks as needed, or if you want to put in the full four plus hours, you can. So, which is probably what I'll end up doing because I fucking love Batman and Superman, so I'm all for it. But we'll we'll see what ends up happening with that. I, I, I'm just more interested in just to see how how different it is in comparison to Joss Whedon's cut. I mean, I'm not completely against four. If it's entertaining and keeps the pace, I mean, it, it can't. It, sometimes that can work, man. It just seems like an awful long movie. Yeah, but I mean, I'm interested to see what he does. I'm not like against. <laughs> that right. just seems long as shit, though. So it does seem long. <laughs> it really does, but. Um, it, it'll be interesting because I, I don't think I've been able to do a movie longer than three and a half hours, and that's pushing it like uh, The Irishman. So it, it'll be interesting, um, especially with it being an action movie. I mean, there's a little bit more than just constant drama with, like, The Irishman, so it might keep my attention a little bit better than, than that did. What about the extended versions of the Lord of the Rings movies? <laughs> I've watched them all once. Yeah, I watched those. I will say I watched yeah. those, man. But, I mean, I was into it. And, I mean, they were long, though. It was a long watch, and I've only done it one time. So, right. Like, it makes you not want to watch the movie as much. <laughs> right. Yeah, the I, I only did the extended versions once, and that was 15 years ago. So, um, And we did it, like, all in, like, a day. It was ridiculous. So... Yeah, it's it's one of those things. I, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see 
how it's how it turns out and with it being an action movie it's it, it has a little bit better chance at least for me of keeping my keeping my attention versus a drama movie like the Irishman cuz that was that was a little tough to get through in, in one sitting um and I, I had to do it two because I couldn't do it in one so I say if you're going to do 4 hours you might as well crank out 6 and just make it an episodic freaking tv show right <laughs> That's just my opinion. True, true. So that is coming out March 18th. Um, on top of that, I, I know we've talked about this uh, just in our kind of chat about the new lawsuit from Sean Cunningham as he's going after uh, Warner Brothers and Paramount now for lost profits. And it seems to be that this uh, might have more to do with the um, the reboot, possibly. Um and uh, yeah, so Larry Zerner actually uh, had an update and said it was it it, it only pertains to the reboot. So it, Sean's just trying to get money. It seems like from wherever he can. I, I just can't stand. Yeah, that, I was man. about to just do a big fart noise because I don't care what it's about. Sean's just being an ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's. <laughs> it's it's one thing when he's in a lawsuit with a writer. But now he's going up against Paramount and Warner Brothers, where you know his entire state is estate. His entire estate is like a drop in the bucket for them. Right? <laughs> he's a fucking retard. So, <laughs> oh my god! The one thing I will say, and and this is not defending him in in whatsoever, because I still think he's a piece of shit. But you know, if if it was something where like he wasn't getting the royalties that he was supposed to for the movie. Um, and he was, he's actually due money. I, I can understand that. But at, at this point, it just seems like he's just fucking petty and just trying to get whatever kind of money he can. Um, but I mean, ultimately, if he is due the money from both companies and they kind of screwed him out of some money, I, I can see where it's a valid claim. But he just seems too petty these days. It's just, it's, I'm just so sick and tired of hearing about him and hearing his name and just all the shit that he's caused with the whole lawsuit with Victor Miller and now this, it just seems like he's just, it just seems like he just can't let shit go. And it's, it's getting ridiculous at this point. Well, yeah, I mean, it? I would go after my money too. Shit. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie, but, and people, you know, they're going to think about you, what they do, but, mm-hmm. and he don't care what we think, but right. so, <laughs> I don't like him. So. But wasn't the, the remake, a uh, new line, film movie uh new line is owned by warner brothers oh yeah yeah i guess i didn't think of that okay but then why is paramount got anything to do with it because it was a joint thing um because paramount still owned like the name for friday the 13th which is why like jason goes to hell didn't have the friday 13th name or jason x so um it was kind of a joint thing so they could have the friday the 13th name with a new jason movie so they both companies kind of worked together. It was it was a whole deal that Paramount and Warner Brothers did where um they had so long where they could make, you know, Friday the thirteenth movies if they wanted to, basically. Man, I fucking hate American copyright law. This shit is so fucking convoluted. <laughs> it is. It really is. So Yeah, so that's that's all I'll have to say about that. Is Sean Cunningham just seems like he's being petty and whether or not he is owed the money, I don't really fucking care. I'm just, I'm tired of hearing about him suing, you know, different people with regards to the Friday the 13th franchise. It's just getting old at this point. It, it really is. But, 
So that's that's going on now on top of the whole Victor Miller thing. And we're, we still haven't heard a, a judgment on that yet because I guess one of the judges that was overseeing that case ended up dying. So there was a panel of like three judges and one of the judges di- died. So they don't know. That's why we haven't heard anything yet, it seems like, um, from what they were saying. Is that's a possibility of why a judgment hasn't come, come forth yet. So I, I guess they don't really know what they're going to do at this point. It's got a death curse. It really does. It seems like this whole fucking franchise just has a death curse. It's just ridiculous. But uh, from there, the last piece of news that I have uh, for tonight, and this is kind of more of a happy (laughs) piece of news, is NECA, who obviously does the figures and and whatnot for a lot of horror franchises, seems like they might have struck a deal to make Universal Monsters now. Um, so they've teased a Frankenstein's monster figure uh, in the last few days, and it looks fucking amazing. So if they're able to get, like, the whole Universal Monsters, monsters franchise franchises off and start making the figures for them, I, I would be super pumped for that because um, it's been a while since we've gotten some good, like, Universal Monster f- figures for collectibles. So, And I never buy figures. I'd probably buy that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looks fucking great, so... Awesome, yeah. Um, that is good news. Yeah, so that, no, no real uh, information on when um, the figure's supposed to be coming, but I'm, I'm sure it's going to be maybe in the next six months or so, I, I would guess. Um, NECA hasn't mentioned when it's supposed to be released, so but they have the full figure, it's all it's going to be in black and white, which I think is cool, and just to kind of match obviously the movies being in black and white. And so it'll be interesting because uh, I, I would love to get the whole lineup, you know, Frankenstein monster, invisible man, Dracula, mummy, um, obviously the, <coughs> excuse me, the wolf man and so on and so forth. Creature from the black lagoon. I mean, there's, there's, oh, it, it would be so great to get some of these figures going and I'm super pumped for that, but that's kind of all I got for news for tonight. Are we ready to talk some Ghostbusters? I ain't afraid no ghosts. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters was, was released on June eighth, nineteen eighty four. Directed by Ivan Retman. Uh, the cast obviously: Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, Harold Ramis, Annie Potts, Sigourney Weaver, and Rick Moranis. Uh, this the first movie was made on a budget of about thirty million dollars. Um, which is actually quite a bit of money. And obviously, I mean, it's a fantastic fucking movie. Off that $30 million, they were able to gross about $243 million worldwide in its initial run. So just for some trivia regarding the movie, almost none of the scenes were filmed as scripted. Most scenes had at least some of the the dialogue ad-libbed and most of Bill Murray's lines were ad-libbed. Um, and to kind of go off of that, when Venkman mentions the time that Spangler tried to drill a hole in his head, uh, Spangler's <laughs> response was, that would have worked had you, if you hadn't stopped me. That was actually ad-libbed by Harold Ramis. So that's a, that's a great line in the movie. <laughs> and the fact that he just ad-libbed that whole thing is great. Um, and then also in the middle of the film's initial release to keep interest going, Ivan Retman ran a, a trailer that was basically a commercial for the Ghostbusters. And they had like a a 1-800 number that people could call and they would get a recorded message of uh, from Bill Murray and 
and uh, Dan Aykroyd saying something to the effect of, hi, we're out catching ghosts right now. They got, uh, and off of that, they got like uh, about a thousand calls per hour, 24 hours a day for about six weeks. So it was pretty popular (laughs) to say the least. And then the final piece of trivia I had for this, the first movie is that Harold Ramis only intended to write the film. He decided to play Spangler after he felt that he was the best person suited to play the role. So he was, he wasn't supposed to be in the film originally. So um, I thought that was kind of interesting too. Yeah. I'm glad it worked out that way, man. Cause he's great as he goes. Yeah. And the fact that they're kind of focusing on, you know, his, you know, his grandkids in, in the newest movie due to come out, uh, it just shows the kind of uh, character that it, and how important his character was, you know, to it and everything. So, but yeah, um, I fucking love this movie. I've loved this movie since I was a kid. I'll be honest, the, the library ghost uh, scared the shit out of me as a kid. You know, yeah, this is like a horror movie, though, kind of. I mean, when I was a kid, even it, though it was funny as hell, I just it was just fun and spooky and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that that was great. That that whole that whole sequence with with the library was was done incredibly well, and the the special effects in this movie are so well done. Um you know, just with how they portrayed the ghosts and how, you know, the, like, even go back to the library scene where, like, the, the index cards are flying out of the things and everything. Just how well done everything with that was. Yeah, I love the opening scene. It's great, man. I love the part where where Ray was like, what happened? And he's like, he slid me. That's great! <laughs> oh, that's the, the hotel scene, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love Dan Aykroyd's childlike excitement throughout the whole movie. Man. That's that's, that's all real part. too, because he <laughs> yeah. is he is for legitimately for real into all of this. He is a paranormal nerd. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I love that uh, Rick Moranis's uh, character was originally cast for John Candy. Yeah. Oh and, wow. <laughs> and, and John Candy kept trying to rewrite the character because he didn't want to be the the nerdy guy he wanted to be like some tough guy with like mastiff dogs following him around and stuff and dan Aykroyd <laughs> just said no you're you're not doing this you're fired <laughs> i love john candy but uh i'm so glad that rick moranis got it because it, it was such a good yes. role for him he he was so perfect for sure. He's even better in part two, man. We'll yes. <laughs> okay, who brought the dog? <laughs> he's like the party man. Like he loves the free. Yeah, <laughs> he's like the nerdy guy, but he's he's he breaks the tropes. He's not a shut in. He's super social. He loves people. Yep. He loves entertaining. Yeah, I took it as he wasn't aware that he was a dork, so he was just he really <laughs> thought he was the cool involved in everything happening dude yeah well it worked because people is still cool, went yeah. to the parties <laughs> yep <laughs> oh it's so good i love when um ernie's hudson was interviewing to be on the team and then she was listing out all these things asking him if he believes in this and that it's <laughs> like the loch ness monster and paranormal readings and all kinds of stuff and he says if it comes with a paycheck i'll believe anything you tell me <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've always loved Ernie Hudson in 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 
these two movies. It's he's so he's he's such he does such a great character that just melts so well with with the rest of them. Just kind of this new. He's like the only normal guy. In the yes, bunch, honestly, yes. <laughs> he's kind of the straight man, and I love it. It just it works so well with with the other three, and just how out there they kind of are. <laughs> Especially with Vankman. I mean, Vankman's kind of out there and just. Doing <laughs> man, his when own I was thing. a kid, I thought he was like some ladies' man and shit. <laughs> this movie, like, he's my favorite character still. He's just he's so full of himself and obnoxious and ridiculous. It's freaking great. Yep. When he comes in her apartment for the first time and he's like twingling, or he's got his fingers on the piano. He's like, yeah, they, they hate this. I just love to mess with them. That's right. Vinkman's uh, here. <laughs> and then she's like, you're not like any other scientist I've met. And he's like, yeah, they're usually all stiff, huh? And she's like, no, you're more like a game show host. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. That whole dynamic dynamic between Venkman and Dana is just <laughs> so great. There is no Dana, only Zool. <laughs> She's like, I want you inside me. And he's like, that'd be cool, but there seems a little crowding in there right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's so good. Oh, How about all the one-liners that come from this line? Like, so many. Back yeah. off, man. I'm a scientist. and. <laughs> I can't even think of all of them now. <laughs> You're right. No human being would stack books like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, what about William Atherton? I mean, we talked about Die Hard, you know, back in December. And, you know, he played a you know a sleazy guy in, in the first two Die Hard movies. And here he's fucking Walter Peck, who's just as sleazy. Just easily to hate. I mean... It's fucking great. He's like the great. He's like one of the best villains. Um, yes. People to play villain villains in movies. It's it's so good because he's so easy to hate in this movie too. He got his ego bruised and couldn't let that shit go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fucked up the whole city. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I love the part too. They're in the mayor's office, and he's like, he says something about dickless or whatever and then he's and the mayor's like is this true and then Benton's like yes it's true this man does not have a dick <laughs> <laughs> oh man bill murray is a national treasure <laughs> he really and is this movie has such a freaking killer cast it's insane yeah yeah top notch for sure definitely very very impressive cast in this fucking movie <laughs> Honestly, she's got a small part, man, but she's like the typical tough New York, raised in New York chick, man. Yep. She's fun in this movie, too. <laughs> she, they they get their first call, and then she's like all tired of it, and she's like, yes, of course, they're serious. And then they must say something like, well, we have, we'd like to hire them or something. And she's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> we got one! <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Oh man, and then yeah, that because that, that's when the whole hotel thing happens, and then that's when we first you know meet Slimer, which I've always fucking loved Slimer, even before watching the cartoon, just with with the original movie. Slimer's just fucking great, just the perfect yeah. ghost for this. It's just so it's so goofy, and it's so goofy looking in this like 
because they almost play the movie almost like it's because we we all know it's a comedy, but it, they they do have kind of the horror element to it, and just having that cartoon looking ghost is just just makes it so good. I think, and obviously, Slimer became such he looked a more scary in the movie than he did in the cartoon because mm-hmm, he sure. looked he was like like had like chubby like skin folds and things yep. like that and. The big old teeth. Like, in the cartoon, he was all cutesy. Yep. Definitely, man. He looked like some kind of... I mean, he was a goofball, but he still... He had a much scarier look. <laughs> I mm-hmm. agree with that. I always loved how everybody grabbed on him, and Slimer became... He even gets credit in the second movie. So. Yep. <laughs> Didn't Ernie Hudson get denied his own role in the cartoon? I think... I thought I heard something about that. They, I, I could have swore I heard they said he didn't sound anything like the original actor, and he was the original <laughs> actor. Oh, wow. oh, man. <laughs> I actually met him once. I wish I'd have known that, man. That would have been a good question. <laughs> oh, I remember hearing something about that, and I, I think you're, you're probably hit the nail right on the head with that. I, I think that's probably what happened um because i remember i was reading about that a while ago when i was just researching the the ghostbusters tv shows or the the cartoons rather so um but i i i do remember something about that to that effect so i i think that's hilarious <laughs> thought he didn't sound like the actor. that's just too good but um i mean because you had Slimer in this, which was looked great, I, and like I said in the beginning, all the the ghosts looked great, and they there was such a like a variety of how they looked. Um, it just kind of added to the whole thing of it because you had the different ghosts, but then also, I mean, at the end, you, you like the fucking Stay Puft Marshmallow Man too. That was just yeah. completely out there. <laughs> And I love that shot of him like you see him through the buildings at first and then they come they go back to the Ghostbusters and they flash and you see him come around the corner. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's a great shot. Mm. Well, well, I mean, I I love like the whole the whole dilemma of as soon as like you you're ordered to like don't think of anything, you're instantly going to think of something. (laughs) You can't help it. God, we'd all be like kind of screwed, I would think. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'd be afraid of what I would think of. It'd yeah, probably be way worse than that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, my favorite part, or I guess it's just the line, but when they're uh, confronting Dana, a.k.a. Zool, on top of the the skyscraper, and she asks them, are you a god? <laughs> <laughs> and they say no, and she blasts them away. And then he says, "When somebody asks you if you're a god, you say yes." <laughs> oh man, poor poor Louis Tully in this, though. I mean, just going back to Rick Moranis' character, you know, just trying to be friendly with with Dana, and then he ends up, you know, having that uh, demonic dog chasing him. Ends up turning that was such in. a great chase scene. <laughs> yes, it's so good. <laughs> Outside of the restaurant, and the people at the restaurant just stare at him. <laughs> yeah, they all stare for a second, and they're like, oh, New York. And then go back to their <laughs> Oh, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. Are you the key master? <laughs> Are you the gatekeeper? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> 
Oh, he's a great little dork in that movie. Yes, he was. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Also, it was kind of f- cool how they did the cross the streams thing at the end, mm-hmm. even though they weren't supposed to. It was like their last and only chance and only hope to maybe get through the situation. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. When I was researching fan theories, I saw uh, one that yeah. said when they crossed the streams, they all died. Yeah, I was getting ready to bring it up. The second one was Purgatory. Yeah, the second movie was them in Purgatory. <laughs> Such a corny theory. That's why I didn't bring it up then. Oh, it's corny as hell. <laughs> God, that's it, it, it blow up, man. Maybe it's true. <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, overall, this is this is like a great, um, a great fucking comedy movie. It's it's so so good, and it's got the horror element, so it definitely fits into the horror ca- category, you know, in my opinion too. It's 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 such a classic. I mean, it's it's one I can watch hundreds of times and never get sick of it. I've I've fucking loved this kid, uh, this movie since I was a kid, and um, yeah, it's 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 one I watch at least a few times a year, so. It's it's such a great classic and um and honestly you know kind of moving on from there the the second one I used to not like the second one as much but it's definitely grown over, grown on me over the years um and I I, I don't know because I I don't know why I didn't like it because I I know a lot of people will shit on the second one a lot but it's I mean, it's nowhere near yeah, as bad as the 2016 defending it because I've always freaking liked it. I never thought it was as good as the first one, but mm. I always thought it was. It was still just Ghostbusters, so it was freaking hilarious to me. I even own the freaking soundtrack. To yeah. Movie. Oh yeah, I, I've that, got the soundtrack too. <laughs> that uh, painting spirit scared the living crap out of me. <laughs> I thought he looked like the damn Wishmaster. Mm. <laughs> Look like a fucked up Christopher Lambert or something. Yes, I used to think it was Christopher Lambert when I was a kid. Um, That's great. Before we get to the Highlander, mom, right? <laughs> the Highlander's a bad guy now. I don't like this. Um. So yeah, let's talk about Ghostbusters two now. So this was released actually June sixteenth, nineteen eighty nine. Again, directed by Ivan Rittman. Same cast is back. Um, had a budget of about. $37 million, so a little bit more than the first one, only made about $215 million, but honestly, in comparison, because it's a sequel, they typically don't make as much money anyways, so I don't think it's that much of a uh, a drop, because they still made a lot of fucking money. Um, now, with trivia for this, the role of Vigo was uh, played by uh, Willem von uh, Homburg. All of his lines were dubbed by Max von Sydow. Uh, when Willem went to the premiere... Found that out, he left in anger <laughs> during the premiere, <laughs> which I would too. I mean, it's not funny because it was me out of the mad too. I'd be fucking pissed, especially. I mean, you think they would have told him that? Yeah, right? they should have been like, man, you could have at least told me so I didn't feel like an asshole. I brought my family. In well, yeah, I brought my family. You know, people I know in the industry. <laughs> yep. And you made me look like a fucking dick. Yep. <laughs> That's crazy. God, it's that was. It's funny, but it's sad. It's really sad that. He didn't even know. Um, That's Hollywood, I guess. <laughs> right. 
Um, so the kid that tells Ray, uh, according to his dad, the Ghostbusters are full of crap, was played by Jason Rettman, who is the son of Ivan Rettman, who is also the director of the newest um, Ghostbusters movie due to come out this year. So that was really cool. And then Rettman's daughter, uh, Catherine Rettman, plays the girl with the puppy in Egon's lap. So both of his kids were got to be in the second movie, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, the New York police officer that receives the report, the Titanic's arrival says the call is coming from pier 34 in real life. That's the ship's original destination. So I thought that was a nice, you know, call out, um, to the Titanic. And then also the, finally the, after the after the release of this film, Lewis Tully was added to the real Ghostbusters, uh, cartoon series. So I, I didn't know that because it's been a long time since I've watched the real Ghostbusters. So I guess I, didn't, I never even noticed, you know, obviously when I was a kid. So um, yeah, it evolves towards the end. He becomes a part of it. And then Slimer becomes a real main focus for like the end of the series. Mm-hmm. Like it's even called, they have like a whole separate segment sometimes or it's Slimer and friends or some shit like that. Yep. But <laughs> this movie's uh this movie is so good. And, I, I think the the whole Vigo character and with the whole painting and everything and that creepy ass dude who's like the curator at the museum or whatever is just a fucking psychopath. Um, I, I, I thought that whole um, kind of arc and everything was great. And then them trying to steal Dana's baby was, was a nice touch to that as well. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know why I never, um, like this as a kid because it's really kind of a solid movie. In I love the beginning when they're in the the courtroom, man. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, in. I love how they tie it in because <laughs> they're getting sued by the city for all the damages, right? Yep. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lewis is their lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got that big old stack of books. <laughs> I don't blame them for the blackout. Like, it was inconvenient, but um, once I turned to a dog and they helped me, thank you. <laughs> oh, it's so and good. And Peter's on the stand, and basically, he's not lit the wit. <laughs> the lawyer wasn't leading the witness. The witness was leading the lawyer. But <laughs> yep. <laughs> God, it's so good. Oh man. Yeah, it's it's because it, it's been a while since I watched the second one. It's I, f- I forget how much I actually love it. And then that whole sewer scene I love too with the, the with goop. the goop and everything. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, I like when they're all down there and they um see all the heads. Mm-hmm. It starts with one head that says Winston or whatever, and then there's a bunch of heads around them. And the heads disappear, and they're like, "We need to get our proton packs," I think. And then they start to go back, and all of a sudden they hear a train. Yep. And, <laughs> and Winston gets run over by the train. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I also like how they uh they changed uh Janine's look in this to kind of go along with the cartoon too. Like the cartoon really kind of inspired a lot of the, the stuff that ended up happening in this between that and then like Slimer being back in the movie too, because he was kind of a main focus of the the cartoon and everything too. So it, it's interesting how much you know it it kind of just evolved from the first movie to the cartoon series in between, and then um, to the second movie. So it made it feel like a real universe as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> it it really did. I think the reason why I didn't, I've never liked this one as much as the first one, it 
it, it's it always seems like it leaned more into the goofiness mm-hmm. like sure. way more like you got the damn statue of liberty walking down downtown <laughs> yeah and, saving her city man yep. yeah <laughs> and then you got the, the talking painting and then the I don't remember exactly what happens, but I remember the one guy from the art gallery. Somehow <laughs> you see him as a ghost, and he's trying to steal the baby. He's like the Wicked Witch. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's such a goof. Like Yannish, sure. Yannish, yeah. He calls him Johnny the whole movie. But... <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, like... just just a quick side note: Who the fuck names their kid Oscar? Seriously. <laughs> Oh, there's a few Oscars out there in the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> he looks like an Oscar, honey. <laughs> I like it too when Peter, they first go to the art gallery to investigate and Peter starts taking pictures of the painting. Yep. He's like, you go hurt me. Do it. You're the best baby. You can go. Like he's taking pictures of some model or something. <laughs> so good. So so good. I like to um Lewis and Janine hooking up in this. I yes. Was it was so good. They were made for each other. Two hornball crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I love when they finally defeated the the painting, it turned into them. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like in togas and shit and they were protecting the baby. <laughs> I like too, right? What is all that's happening? Like the city's singing, and the he's getting weak and frustrated. And Lewis is out there, and finally showed up, and he's got his proton pack, and he's shooting <laughs> the thing. And then when all the stuff blows away, he thinks he's the one that saved the day. <laughs> yeah, saved the Ghostbusters <laughs> in the city. <laughs> Lewis is great. Finally got to become a Ghostbuster. I actually like that part of it. I thought it was. Okay. A, I thought it was great. It's like finally Lewis is getting his. Getting his time in the in the spotlight, I thought it was great. And the Nintendo controller to control the Statue of Liberty. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. They had some fun. The ending credits had some fun with the video clips, just showing different little. Out, it wasn't really outtakes. It was just like as if they were really living on their life. Kind yeah, of outtake. I thought that was fun. And that's Slimer even gets his credit. (laughs) Right. Oh, Slimer. Who would have thought that, you know, just a a random ghost from the first movie would have become so popular. Yeah. Like it did. It's, it's, it's just so good. So, so good. But, um, yeah, I mean, the ending was, was great, even though (laughs) so far fetched, but. I mean, yeah, it was ridiculous, but I didn't even care. No, it, it was definitely cartoonish, but I, I I loved it for sure. Um, anything else you guys want to cover regarding these two movies? No, man, I think we hit it on that. All right. If I had to rank them, I'd it one and two, honestly. Just yeah, what it is. yeah. Oh, I would like to give a dishonorable mention to that movie that should have never been made. It sucks, <laughs> and that's all I have to say about it. Without being bad so <laughs> yeah yeah we don't need to mention that I, I'm, I'm not a fan of it either so slimer was in that though and yes. his role was great so kudos to slimer yep freaking being the only good thing in that movie so. <laughs> i can gladly say i've never seen it 
And my daughter made me watch it. So. <laughs> Likely story, Sean. I knew you were going to say that, too. <laughs> Did so, you give uh, your ranking, too, uh, Mark? I, I I don't know if I missed it or not. Missed what? The ranking? Yeah, yeah one and two. Okay, perfect. All right, yeah, I, I'm I'm the same way. It's it's definitely one and two. One is definitely the superior movie. But two's, two's a lot of fun. I've I've always, not always loved it, but... Once I started getting older, I definitely appreciated it a lot more. And it's definitely good. I, I fucking love the movie. And but, I can't wait for the real part three. Right? Afterlife is going to be amazing. I can't wait. I really can't. Um, But we would also love to know what you guys think. You can feel free to reach out to us through our social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at CLS Podcast. Uh, next week, we will be covering the Naked Gun series. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I actually rewatched those recently, so... They're pretty fresh in my mind, but I'm looking forward to watching them again. I fucking love Leslie Nielsen. I love the Naked Gun movies. So Frank Drebin, man. Mm-hmm. I fucking love it. It's gonna be it's gonna be a blast. I'm looking forward to it. But uh, as we leave, though, are there any final words of wisdom? Yes, man. Um, if you're gonna if you get ghosts, of course you're gonna call the Ghostbusters. But when it comes to taxes or legal troubles, who are you gonna call? Lewis Tully. For all your accounting and legal needs. <laughs> That's good. I love well, it. Sean, who do I call to fill this this gaping Ted-sized hole in my heart? Right? I don't know, man. <laughs> call WWE. <laughs> <laughs> tell, them not to, tell them not to run pay-per-views on Sundays. <laughs> damn, damn crumb snatchers. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, we want to thank you guys for checking out this week's episode, and we will see you guys next week. This episode of the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media. You can find us on Twitter. Facebook and Instagram, all at CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers. <laughs> <laughs>